step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Raines, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid. And for yourself, because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid, and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for AZ Adopt Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about COVID and giving everybody an update on how we're handling things here in the state of Arizona for families who are coming to Arizona to do uh, their adoption and uh, meet their birth mother, maybe be there during labor and delivery. We wanna give you an update as to what's happening here um, as a state and the hospitals. Um, also, if you are matched with a birth mother in Arizona, you're gonna learn you know, again what's going on here so that you can understand how it pertains directly to your birth mother, to our adoption agency here at Building Arizona Families and what the latest and greatest news is. So far, Arizona has had 823,384 cases. We've had 16,269 deaths. Uh, the number of new cases reported today is 2,276. And the number of deaths today is 84. So the number of new tests reported today is 21,441. Total percent positive of tests are 14%. So we still are pretty high here in Arizona, hmm. um, as this is pointing out. They have made some significant changes as of late. So after spring break, which for the majority of schools, at least here in Maricopa County, uh, is in a week, that the vast majority, if not all schools, are opening back up for in-person learning. A lot of the schools here are giving parents the option of whether they want to continue online school or whether they want to send their kids back to in-person school. So again, this is kind of a broad uh, scope of what's going on regarding COVID. Right now, in terms of vaccinations, 
we have broken it in Arizona down into phases and phase 1A and phase uh, 1B prioritized are eligible to receive the vaccine. Uh, that includes healthcare and EMS workers, long-term care facility residents and staff, adults that are now 55 and older. Uh, they just dropped this a few days ago from 65 down to 55. Right. Uh, K through 12 teachers and staff, childcare workers, law enforcement and protective service workers. So that is good, but we're moving forward. Uh, once approximately 55% of that population is vaccinated, additional phase 1B populations will follow in prioritization. So I think it's really good. I think that we as a state are definitely moving in the right direction uh, regarding getting a handle on, on COVID, especially with like masks and the vaccine push. And yet we're still trying to balance that with keeping everybody safe and yet trying to establish some new sense of normalcy. Right. And I do think we're getting a handle on it to some degree. Did you see where I believe it's Pinal County is opening up the vaccinations to anybody over 18? They wow. have that many vaccinations in that county. That's incredible. Yeah, and I think that that is yes. And I think that that is going to, again, help, you know, all across the United States. Right. Because if you see it in, in one area popping up, then it's going to pop up in more areas and more areas. And slowly but surely, hopefully we can develop that herd immunity that we all so desperately want. Right. And I know that Johnson & Johnson has come out with a new uh, vaccine as well. Um, it looks like it's being used, if I'm reading it correctly, in emergency situations only right now. So I think it's still under some some testing and so forth. Okay. But again, I haven't heard much about that. That being said, we are still taking full precautions at our office at Building Arizona Families. We are still having our office cleaned and sanitized every day. We do take all temperatures uh, when people come into the office. We do mandate masks. Uh, we also don't allow anybody in the office that has had COVID exposure in that time frame that is recommended to quarantine. We have, if they are exhibiting any symptoms of being sick, again, we don't let them uh, into the office as well. We have had medical grade air purifiers that are all over our office as well that we're using. We upgraded our air filters in the ceiling and not using just the standard ones that are provided by the uh, business complex that we lease from. So we're doing everything that we can in our power to try to minimize, if not eliminate, any possible exposure. Definitely. So that is something uh, that is really important to us. And again, we're doing everything that we can. We have had a few moms, I would say, over the past year that tested positive. But honestly, the numbers are very, were very, very low. I would say less than five. More often, we have moms that suspect that they have COVID Mm -hmm. and don't actually receive the diagnosis. And so if, if they are suspected of having COVID, then we treat them, you know, as if they have COVID. And so we make sure that the contact again is very minimal and everybody's gowned up and masks and so forth, just to be extra precautious. We are still taking precautions in the office regarding exposure to babies. So once the babies are discharged from the hospital, again, we are minimizing any exposure whatsoever. We used to always have special visits in the office where a birth mother and a birth father can come and have a see you later visit with the baby. 
Again, those are on a case-by-case basis right now because if the baby has had any issues in the hospital or had to stay extended in the NICU, we are having to request a, a doctor's note saying that it would be okay to, again, expose the baby to anybody, even you know a birth parent, just to make sure that that baby stays safe because we're, we're putting safety as our number one priority. We've had a lot of changes over the past year in terms of the hospitals and how they are handling COVID in terms of uh, whether or not adoptive parents are giving a nesting room. So we're actually gonna hear from our hospital supervisor, Becky Merriman, and find out exactly what she's seeing in the hospitals. Okay, Um, working with the area hospitals, There are some of the hospitals that are allowing the adoptive parents, both mom and dad, to go into the hospital immediately after birth to be able to be with the baby. Sometimes they are allowing a nesting room, which is the room that the hospital will allow the families to be in with the baby. Sometimes it is in the nursery or the NICU. Um, so that they're able to be with the baby right after birth until discharge. In some of those situations, once a family is in the hospital, they are not allowed to leave the hospital until the baby is discharged. Then there are other hospitals that are only allowing one adoptive parent in, and again, that is not until after the baby is born. And that's one parent can stay with the baby and they may leave once within a 12-hour shift. So if they leave, then they are not allowed to come back until the next 12-hour shift. With COVID, the hospital regulations are changing weekly still. Um, So we are monitoring each week or every other week as to what is happening in the hospitals and what the requirements are for the adoptive parents. Um, There are some hospitals that are still not allowing an adoptive parent to come in until the baby is ready for discharge. So we help families navigate through that and um, walk them through and work with the hospital staff to make sure that they are aware of what they need to be doing through the process and what to be prepared for with that process. There are two area hospitals that are requiring families to be have a negative COVID test. Um, within a week of the baby being in the NICU, which is very difficult because you don't know if a baby is going to end up in a NICU or not. Um, that same, those same hospitals are also, if a baby is in the NICU and a family has flown, they will expect a 24-hour quarantine before they allow the baby, to allow the family to come in the NICU with the baby. But those same hospitals are allowing the family to come in immediately after flying if the baby is not in the NICU. So that's some of the rules change depending on where the baby is. If the baby is regular nursery or just on the floor being able to be in a regular hospital room or if the baby is in the NICU. So we don't have a lot of answers that are answers that we can give ahead of time. It's mainly when a situation comes up when we have the birth We have to call to confirm what are the regulations today, this week, so that we can walk our family through that process. Thank you. And what, 
as of right now, and again, you just stated that this is changing almost on a, a, a weekly, if not daily basis. Is there anything that you would suggest that families that are getting ready to come out um, for the birth of their baby do at this point? I would suggest that if families have not um, gotten their vaccination to consider that as a possibility um, as they're preparing for that, if there's enough time ahead if they're eligible uh, for that, mm -hmm. if they are eligible, correct. And that, and that's not with every state. So that might not even be a possibility, but to also consider quarantining, um, maybe for a week before you're supposed to come out here so that you are not being around a, a lot of other people with possible exposure and um, maybe even considering getting a test just to confirm that you are negative. The hospitals are all taking precautions, even though everyone has fabric masks. When you go to the hospital, they are expecting you to um, change to a paper mask that they do provide so that they are providing a, a higher rating of a mask for families to wear. And they're willing to work with the adoptive parents as well. Um, even though it, it is sometimes difficult for that, this, the hospital staff is willing to work with the adoptive parents. All right. Thank you so much, Becky. Thank you. All right. So as we, we just heard from Becky, uh, we are trying to keep everybody apprised of the latest developments and what's happening here in Arizona regarding COVID and how it relates to adoption and adoption situations. So hopefully everybody is continuing to stay safe and watching to see when and if you're eligible to receive the vaccine and uh, make that determination for you and your family. So from us to you, please stay safe and, and mask up. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can reach us on our toll-free number at 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.